gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, welcome to episode 43 of the Fumble Recovery Fantasy Football Podcast. We're getting really, really close to the playoffs now, so we'll be talking about Week 12 action, some of the farce, uh, farcical things that happened, such as the Denver game, uh, the continuous postponement of the uh, Ravens and Steelers game, but of course all the fantasy implications of that as well. Okay, so with me to break it all down, first of all, we have Mo. Giddy up. And we have Paul. Hey, hey. Chiggs is uh, not joining us. I think he's had a couple of disastrous defeats in Dynasty League, so he's probably just hanging his head in shame over that. So uh, forget Chiggs. Uh, Mo, how has your fantasy week been? Oh, man. Um, I think I'm uh, IDP. It looks like I'm probably losing. Uh, TBC, easy. Uh, my other leagues I dominated, except for one league. Uh, my genius mind decided to start Brian Hill over Eckler. And oh. I thought Eckler coming back from injury, he's not going to do as well. And I, I, I think it's gonna, I'm losing it just because of that. I hate that when that yeah. happens. I mean, you've put up one of the highest scores of all time in TBC to go 12-0. and 0, So a real statement win from you there. Um, largely helped by Tyreek Hill. Um, and, of course, Deshaun Watson, DK Metcalf. So you've got a good team there. And uh, hopefully someone beats you. <laughs> if not, no, 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 we don't want that, sir. We don't want that. Back-to-back championships. Paul, how was your fantasy week? I think you came up against uh, Luke, right, in Illegal oh, Hunter. I played, I was against Derek Henry and Tariq Hill in one league. <laughs> I managed to start Carr for negative points in another. I just, you name it, I made the wrong decisions. I played, um, uh, it was Gurley who was out, wasn't it? Yep, Hill. Played, yeah, you, you played... I played Gurley, even though he's out, and I didn't. Uh-huh. I left on the bench the um, Giants running back. Galman. Um, yeah, who who went off, and that would have won it for me. I, I just, it was, it, it was, it was 2020 a week all over. So it's been, I don't know if you've been watching uh, Good Morning Football the last couple of days. There's been an interesting debate, and they've been talking about from the perspective of real life. But I'm going to ask you from the perspective of fantasy. If you could have the running back receiver pairing from just one team, who would you have? Which team would you pick and which pairing would you In have? fantasy. In fantasy terms, yeah. Let's say PPR. I find it hard not to go with Kamara and um, Michael Thomas. Even this year's Michael Thomas? That's, that's the, the only thing. He's still... <sighs> I yeah, let's just say for the playoffs, playoffs, if you could have one combination for the playoffs, who would you go for? Yeah, that's fair. Th- there's a few there, you know, there's... Um, I like I mean, Hill and CEH. CEH and Tyreek Hill. Um, there is Derek Henry and AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's a few good few good ones around. Um, I mean, to a lesser extent, you've got Devontae... Well, not lesser, but you've got Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. That's a solid pairing. I kind of think I'd prefer that, actually, from what we've mentioned so far. I'd feel a bit more comfortable with where I am. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have the whole uh, Adams and Jones combination. I like that. Uh, Williams has a habit of stealing some of his t- carries, though, when they're ahead. Uh, but I, I think I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go CEH and uh, Tyreek Hill. Just that high-powered offense. Okay, so I will go Derek Henry and AJ Brown. So we have a three-way fad bet there. Oh, you knew he was setting us up for this, didn't you? Well, no, it's only because we pick differing ones. If we pick the same, then I wouldn't suggest it. 
If we uh, same, I'll be up for it. No, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so wait, who, who who's was is Kamara and Thomas for Paul? No, 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 no. Adams and Jones. Yeah. Adams and Jones. That's actually okay. Um, and uh, what are we looking at? Just uh, just the playoffs. So weeks 13, 14 through uh, 13, 14 16? through sixteen. Fourteen 14 through 16. sixteen. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna write it down. Stick it on. How much are we doing? Fifty each. If I've got the balance, I'll go for it. Yeah, oh, everyone Mills. does. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only one at risk. But uh, I'm assuming I'm I can't fine. go Josh Allen and Diggs, right? Oh, no, no, I can't anyway. Sorry, ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's been an interesting debate because I think they've been making the case for Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, but in real life terms, just because there's been a big focus on how Derrick Henry is the DNA of that offense. And I kind of agree because he just allows them to set up the play action. But then in terms of explosiveness, Tyreek Hill and CEH, and then in terms of favorite target, you'd say it's Adams and Jones, you know, because Adams probably gets more targets generally than the other receivers. Um, maybe not Tyreek Hill in the last couple of weeks, but um, it's certainly an interesting one. So I've got gonna have a little uh, quiz then between you guys. Uh, I'm gonna start with easy questions and they'll get harder. Let's see who gets uh, who gets further or guesses the most right before someone. Lose this. So the first question will be quite easy. Can I just clarify that I definitely already beat Shiggs, right? You you have already beat Shiggs. Yes. Yeah. Again. So the first question is which QB scored the highest points? And Shiggs said Derek Carr, so he's already out. Oh. Um, <laughs> How is it? I'll not... start with a bit of a bit of a gimme here. Which QB scored more points this week? Deshaun or Tannenhill? I, I I know this answer just because I have that player. I checked. It's uh, Watson. Yeah, it's got to be Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. Yep, both yeah. of you uh, correct. So a bit of a, a bit of an easy one to start off with. I thought uh, you were throwing me there with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no, no. I, as I said, I'm going to start with a relatively easy one. Uh, keeping it easy-ish. Who threw more yards, Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson? Mahomes. Yeah, with Tyreek Hill for sure, right? Yep, 462 yards he threw for. You um, know Tyreek Hill was on target for like a thousand yard game. Obviously only after about seven minutes, but you know, something <laughs> like Oh, it was absolutely crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy uh, what he did. But uh, we go. Uh, right, so who had more rushing yards, Cam Newton or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Ah, uh, I mean, Cam played terribly. Yeah, he had like three points or something, or five points of fantasy. I'm going to go with uh, Allen. Oh, you're both wrong. Cam Newton had 46 rushing yards. Josh Allen yeah. only had 32. Really? Fantasy-wise, yeah. Cam was terrible. Oh, he had an awful day. He threw yeah. for 84 yards and <laughs> intercepted. So... Uh, yeah, it's pretty rough. So okay, I seeing as none of you won, I'll I'll carry on. Um, same line of questioning then. Who had more rushing yards, Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun. Well, that's, that, that's Wentz. He just kept yeah. running constantly. Wentz was always running the whole game. And Paul says, Yeah, I'll Watson. say I'll say it wasn't. Yeah, it was Carson Wentz. He ran uh, 40, 42 yards actually. Only a couple behind Taysom Hill and two further behind Cam Newton. So 
he had a decent fantasy day. I'm looking, he got 23 points, uh, which was largely because of, well, that held Mary. <laughs> that held the Mary. <laughs> and uh, the rushing yards kind of helped there. Um, I think one thing this week showed was that it was a good, you know, we've talked in recent weeks, tight ends, you know, there was that horrible week where I think tight end one was less than 11 points. And then there was a week when RBs just had one of the historically worst weeks for RBs in fantasy production. This week, things sort of turned around. We had, you know, we've talked about Hill, we had Derek Henry. We just had a lot of clutch performances. Going into the playoffs now, uh, we'll stick with QB first. So, Mo, are there any QBs? And I suppose you're probably needy in TBC, if anyone is. Are there any QBs you think you're going to trade for now for that playoff run? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, I wanted Breeze early on prior to the injury. I want, Then I was looking at Tom Brady. Uh, but, man, Brady hasn't looked all that great. Um, uh, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to still have to. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go for age over youth if, if I want to make it if I want to make sure it's still cheap for me. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I mean, I think Brady's still a good option. I mean, Breeze maybe once he gets back, um, if he comes back healthy, um, he's a little he's a little more risky. And then um, I think Ben also would be a pretty good yeah. option. Ben, ben too, I was going to say. Yeah, those were the ones I would target if anybody um, in the for uh, or I mean, I don't know what well, Chigs may probably will not give him up unless he loses, but maybe Aaron Jones. I mean, sorry, um, uh, 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 what do you call him? Rogers. Jones. Rogers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is having one of his best seasons. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I hear, I, I agree with LaFleur that he should be more in the MVP candidate, uh, in the um, MVP consideration than he is. Um, I think people early on anointed Wilson as the MVP. Now it looks like it's edging towards Mahomes again. But, you know, Rodgers has been fairly flawless throughout the season. I think he's got less than five interceptions. He's probably got 25 or 30 touchdowns. He's been really good. And um, It's funny, I haven't really seen many of their games or much of their games, actually. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's I'm not quite sure why. They've just been getting it done. I mean, they had they, they should be higher than they are. They should have beaten the Colts. That was sloppy from Valdez Gantling. You know, he caught it and then fumbled it. Um, so they lost that one. As I said they've had a couple of dodgy defeats. I mean, they got absolutely blown out by the Bucks. So that there's, you know, that one you just put it down to is on the day. But you know, Lafleur and Rogers. Look like they're happy with each other. We've not seen Rogers smiling like this for a while, and I think that's uh, dangerous not only for the NFC opponents, but in fantasy terms. I'm riding out Rogers in IDP, and I'm you know really happy I've got him because the other QB I've got is Lamar, who's kind of let me down this year, and I'm hoping he has a strong finish. But um, yeah, so definitely if you can get Rogers, then absolutely. In a super flex, I mean, you'd have to give the farm for him, I think, to a team that's I mean, rebuilt. That's the thing, though. Like, I think if a to, 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 to a team that's rebuilding, if they were in rebuild mode, I mean, what do you think? Aaron Rodgers has another at least two solid years in under him. I mean, then then it comes then it's a matter of if Green Bay renews their contract or not. If not, if not them, he'll go somewhere else because you can see he's still got the arm talent. Yeah. And, you know, the Colts would be perfect. Just look at how much time he'd get with an offensive line like the Colts. Yeah. Um, you give Rodgers time in the pocket and he's going to torch you, you know, even the best defenses. 
uh, where the Green Bay have struggled in the last couple of seasons is to protect him. And, you know, we saw the 49ers and the Bucks this year. When they can't protect him and he's under pressure, then, of course, you know, um, any any QB would struggle in that situation. But uh, uh, it is what it is. Uh, what did you think of Mitch in that game <laughs> against the Packers? I know you got garbage time. <laughs> you know, personally, I actually prefer Mitch over Foles because he throws to Allen Robinson more. And I have a piece of Allen Robinson in a lot of my leagues. <laughs> um, so uh, I prefer Mitch. Honestly, I think I, I don't think Foles is that much better. Um, I mean, it, they both look terrible. I don't even I don't understand why. Tell you who is a bit of a surprise, and um, I don't know if they're going to ride him out rest of the season now. But Mike Glennon actually had a pretty decent game and kept the Jags in it against the um, eight and three Browns, who people thought would steamroll. I think he's always been kind of statement, okay. actually. He's always been a he's never been absolute diabolical. He's never he's never looked good enough, but he's never been really bad either. No, I, th- I think his trajectory just career trajectory just sort of took a turn for the worse when the Bears traded up to get Trubisky after signing Glennon, you know, as their starting QB. They gave him the money. Um it was moderate money. Uh for QB, like 14 million, but they signed him, told him he's the face of the franchise, and then traded up, given up a future first and their first to get Mitch Trubisky. So, um, you know, it didn't, I think sort of things didn't really work out after that. He's bounced around a bit. I think he was, what, third choice behind even Jake Luton at the yeah. Jags. And um, it's fair play to him. He put up a good showing against a um, decent Browns team, you know, who are firmly in the playoff race so um i can see he's on waivers in our leagues i suspect he'll get picked up this week i don't think i'd want to be starting him in the playoffs though um and no. similarly similarly colt mccoy i mean i don't think jones is going to miss more than a game from what the prognosis is but you know uh, i don't know who they're playing but could you start mccoy game? whoever the opponent i don't think so there's got to be a better option I mean, I may have no choice. Uh, if I had McCoy, I would, I would take him. Uh, they In fact, are playing... it, doesn't, it doesn't get better. They've got the Seahawks. Who well, are they the got the Seahawks. That's, that's playable, I guess. Yeah, I think it's still quite desperation, personally. Yeah. Which is where so, I am at, sir. Which is where I am at. Well, your team just put up like a top three, top four score. I, 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 I have no second QB. QB. Yeah, exactly. You need a second QB. You've, you've got DK Metcalf instead of a second QB. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Who do you rather have for the playoffs? I've not looked at the schedule, but DK or Tyreek? Oh. Um, Tyreek. I think Tyreek, but uh, I, think, I think you can't go wrong with either. DK Tyreek or Derrick Henry? I'll take Derrick Henry. Uh, in, a, in a full PPR? Yeah. If it's PPR, I'm going to go Hiller, Metcalf. If it's, but you know, you know how Derrick Henry is. He's Mr. December or whatever. He's, he just kills it during during uh, the playoffs. I'll, I'll take him anyway because you, you know you're you, – I know you're not always, but you – you are more consistent with with running backs, and he he is always. I agree. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what, you know. They 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 tried to get a bit smart and double coverage Hill, and 
but it, it, it doesn't really matter with, in, in Tennessee. It doesn't matter. Eight in the box, he's still going to run it and he's still going to get through. He looks twice <laughs> as big as half the people. I mean, he's just a oh, unit. He doesn't look real. And that's a nice little segue. I mean, I said it on our group chat when I saw that DeForest Buckner and Brian Okariki were out for the Colts. I just thought, big day. I had the Colts in all my parlays, but none of the other, none of the parlays came through. Other teams let me down. But Derrick Henry was a um, monster, 42 points in half PPR, 178 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, two receptions as well. Just a phenomenal day for fantasy. But then behind him, we had Antonio Gibson, who torched the Cowboys. Nick Chubb, who's been really good since he's come back from injury. James Robinson, Kenyon Drake. So more familiar sort of names. Um, then a couple of surprise ones. David Montgomery, Latavius Murray. Um, then back to Austin Eckler, who you mentioned, Mo. He came back, almost looked like he's not Mr. Step. Um, considering they were behind a lot in that game um, and from fairly early on as well. Wayne Goldman, Adrian Peterson, you know, so um, a lot of the names you'd expect, but then some you wouldn't. Um, also, Duke Johnson um, had a pretty good game as well. Naheem Hines, Jamal Williams, as you mentioned. Um, specifics, any RBs you think you might be looking to trade for for end of season? I mean, I, I think I said it a couple weeks ago. Try to get David Montgomery. The schedule lines up perfectly for the playoff, uh, for the playoff race. Yeah, that would make sense because I turned him, I turned him down on a trade. That would, that would line up about right on current form. <laughs> what was the trade offer? I can't remember. Some of it was shakes. It wasn't very good, but uh, you know, it was shakes sitting there asking for like seven firsts and call my seconds. But realistically, he would have done it for like a first, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah or, God, I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of Monty, so I wouldn't pay he, more than the first for him. Yeah, no, no. I think I was looking at redrafts. I think redrafts is what you got to target him. I don't think Dynasty. Uh, yeah, Dynasty, you shouldn't pay too much for him. But redrafts, he's worth it. Okay. Don't you think within Dynasty though, if you if you overpay, and you do well or you win. You can kind of trade away your pieces a bit easier because people saw you win with who you had. A little bit, you know. You start next year and you go. Where I, can is he? That. I still think I still think sometimes you can sit there and almost use that momentum of, you know, you, you you can you can sort of trade away quite easier. I think. All right. So I'm gonna, to, as we did with quarterbacks, I'm gonna quiz you and uh, we'll start with a bit of a gimme um who had more receiving yards austin eckler or duke johnson uh had to be eckler he had like freaking 11 catches or 12 catches yep and paul no i said eckler as well yeah eckler yeah 85 yards he had uh, on 11 uh, receptions as you say so a hefty hefty amount there um also had a little bit of production on the ground. Uh, next one then. Um, who had more targets in the passing game? Naheem Hines or Mike Davis? I would have thought Hines. I would go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Hines as well. Yep, Mike Davis had six targets and Naheem Hines had ten. 
So I think that's very much a player that needs to be on your radar at PPR because whatever the situation is, they love Hines. They use him. They use him in the passing game. He's used on third downs a lot. So well done. You both uh, both make it. Uh, I've got him in a couple of leagues, and the leagues I've got him in are the leagues I get smashed in all the time. And it's not his fault, but I can't help but blame him. <laughs> If he Common could, denominator. If he could step up a bit and you know, try and do a, try and do a monster. Aaron, Aaron Jones, hundred yards over or under, rushing. I want to say under because I want to say okay. Williams took a lot of his carries away from him. Yeah. Yep, you are right. He had seventeen carries for ninety yards, so not terrible. Uh, yeah, that's more than I thought. Yards per carry. Yeah, Williams Williams had 73, but he got the touchdown. They both had 17 carries, in fact. Yeah, Vulture. Uh, Williams had a fantasy day. Uh, yep, as you say, he altered that. Okay, I'm going to get a little bit more difficult now. Uh, David Montgomery, six receptions, higher or lower? I think he had eight. I'm going to say higher, too. I thought he had a good amount. He had six targets for five receptions. So, again, you both... Uh, uh, that's, both oh, I, I thought you were saying receptions and catches. Sorry, and targets. I'm not going to add the two, am I? Oh, <laughs> neither, neither, <laughs> neither of them are going to be eight, <laughs> though, um, regardless. Okay, getting a little bit... Uh, Trickier, Kenyon Drake, seventy-five rushing yards, higher or lower? Higher. Oh, yeah. I think he had higher than 70, 75. I think he had higher than seventy-five. I think, I think he had a hundred, and he pretty close. No, he had seventy-eight. So, um, but he had two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, so, good oh, but he's a lot higher though. All right, I think Paul and I got that. He did. I yeah, we, we both got that. We get a win. <laughs> you did both get that. This okay. is making my fantasy week better than it was. <laughs> Carry on Johnson receiving yards 50 higher or lower. Oh, he was involved quite a bit. Mm, I have no idea. Um, but I don't think he put up that many points. I'm gonna go lower, but I know he had a good amount. I almost want to abstain. I'll be randomly guessing. So I'm gonna go higher just to make it a make it interesting. <laughs> it's a total guess. Paul is correct. Yeah. Oh, don't go <laughs> yeah. Don't go by watch. Just flip a coin and take the opposite side of the money. 52 yards he had uh, receiving. Uh, four four targets for four receptions. If Swift is out, is carry on someone you'd be interested in? I, I don't think Swift is going to be out for more than another uh, another game. but um, I don't think so. Just because you still have AP you got to deal with in our team. So I'm just kind of staying away from that backfield unless Swift is playing. Yeah, same here. I think one thing you know is that Carry on is not going to get much goal line work. Whereas with AP, you know, he got two or three touchdowns, and a large part of that was goal line work, wasn't it? So, yeah. um, right, one more then, because um, I think this will be quite important for the uh, playoffs in particular. Wayne Goldman rushing attempts 22, higher or lower? I'm going to go higher. They're playing Cincinnati. He had a ton. You said 22. 22. I thought it was a lot. I didn't know it was that many. 
So Derek Henry had 27, which I think puts things in perspective. But Wayne Goldman had 24. And, um, and I think if I've not looked at their schedule, but if they've got run friendly or uh, defenses to play, he might be a sneaky player that you can he get is. for your second. And yeah. if you look for Ooh, let's, start let's look at the, the schedule is Seattle. I mean, I think I think that's vulnerable. Arizona, Cleveland, Cleveland, you can definitely run on. But week 16 finals, Baltimore, though. So that's the only hiccup I see. I but, think they were quite tough because if the if there's one thing Seattle do defend well, it's the run. Um, Browns when Miles Garrett is playing are a different machine. Um, you know, without Miles Garrett as they've had the last couple of weeks, I know they've been more susceptible. Baltimore, yeah, one of the better run defenses, so maybe not. But if you own Goldman, um, and I don't know, Paul, if you do in a dynasty league, but I think if you own him, this might be a good opportunity to just get rid and pick up that second. Because with that second, you could get, you know, next year's Antonio Gibson, next year's Chase Claypool, anyone like that. Yeah, I definitely won't. I don't know who I end up with. It'll be someone who we've already all forgotten and just cut. <laughs> I hate rookie drafts. Who, who's that from hey, this save, save, uh, save your picks there, Paul. You know me. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a horror when it comes to draft picks. Uh, yeah, I like, I like giving them away. I, I made a terrible mistake giving up a fur getting just a first and a San, and Sanders for Cook. So yeah, okay, wonderful um, thing. So next one then it is the wide receivers. Um, so I will start with a gimme again. Uh, who had more receiving yards, Will Fuller or Justin Jefferson? Fuller. Oh God, I thought it was Jefferson. I, I think Fuller had a good game. Yeah, he had, he had that big. He had that one big uh, touchdown. I think one throw was like an eighty-yard touchdown. Yeah, it was Will Fuller. Um, hundred and seventy-one receiving yards. He had uh, two touchdowns. Oh, God, massive, yeah. Sorry. Absolute monster. I mean, he got thirty-six points in our league, um, which is PPR. Okay, has a few first-down bonuses as well, but. And that's going to hurt yeah. losing him. Yeah. I've got yeah, him you as well. So I'm going to I think to be honest, that's why I was being negative because I was sitting there going, no. What's what's Brandon Cook's worth? That's, that's Man, I, I traded him in all my leagues. <laughs> I think what, one of my trades was to you, Amir. Um, he's... I mean, you, you, you did well out of that. That's true, yeah. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not complaining in that trade, but... Uh, Oh man, that's a good question. I, th- I think his value goes up for sure. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think he's worth the first. I mean, I think he's worth at least a second, at least. What if you're giving your late first, getting Brandon Cooks and a mid second in exchange? So effectively, you're. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Because effectively, in that situation, you're you know getting Cooks to move down. Maybe seven spots in the yeah. I, I would definitely do that. So I think that's kind of move uh, to consider. What if it was uh, Cooks and a third for your first? I think I'd even do that. Ah, uh, that's pushing a little bit. Let's say it's a, a top three pick in the third. So you're looking at about pick twenty-seven. Oh, okay. At the latest. Um. 
I, I, I could do that. I think, yeah, uh, I, 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 I could probably do that. Yeah, because if someone's rebuilding and they're just trying to accumulate first, kind of like I was last season, you, you take the chance that it could be anywhere from 8 to 12, um, you know, if it's a top two seed with a bye. But at worst, you're going to get the pick 12, which is still a first. You know, you're still looking at this year's sort of rugs or Rager, or if you get lucky, you could have got someone like a Claypool, for example. Um, I think that's fair all round, personally. Yeah, I think so. I've got a quick question for you. Who's the leading receiver? Because this is a complicated um, receiving call there. For the Bucks. This 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 week or this week this week, I think it was Evans this week. And actually, I want to say more more weeks than less. I think Evans is probably the the the, the top receiver. Um, yards wise though, um, Godwin was yards up there. wise will be okay. Yeah. Now you may have to check this for me, but I'm pretty sure just because I I have him and I was bigging him up quite a bit, I think it was Gronk. Ooh. Gronk might be up there now. He, he does recent <laughs> change. You're right. Yeah. Just had to bring it up. Occasionally, I get one right. <laughs> oh, so you think Gronk's got more I think yards? So this week. I, I think he might. I think this, this week, Gronk may oh, have this more week. yards. Okay, yeah, yes, this, this week. This week. No, no, just week 12. Uh, week 12? Yeah, week 12. Yeah. yeah, week 12. Yeah, I think with you're kind of seeing what you'd expect, which is... Not so much from AB because he's still new to the scheme. Chris Godwin's getting most of the targets and receptions for PPR. When it comes to red zone, it's Evans or Gronk, you know. So Brady's definitely targeting the big body. Um, I think if you can get Evans, I, I feel a bit nervous about paying too much for him, but he's definitely going to get targeted in the red zone and. Tampa Bay are throwing it a fair bit as well. So a lot. I think uh, Evans is a, an interesting one. You know, before this weekend, Brady hadn't completed a pass with over 20 air yards in five weeks or something. Yeah, but it's... Zero. Did you watch? He's, you know, if you saw some of those plays back, it, they weren't on him. You know, he was throwing some pretty good passes that just were not, not working, even though he was throwing in the right place. They're just getting some... Some of those deep balls were just not um, not being taken by the receivers, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, pretty rough. I'm going to carry on because I don't think it's fair to um, go out after the first round. So let's say targets. Who had more targets this week? Devontae Parker or Keenan Allen? I don't know. I, I didn't watch that. My I don't think I've seen anything from that Miami game. Um, by the sounds of it, by your voice, it's probably Parker. Yeah. But uh, um, oh. I mean, I, I know Keenan Allen got a lot of points. Yep. And um, the reason I wanted to mention that is because uh, it was Parker. He had fourteen targets, which he turned for one hundred and nineteen uh, receptions on um, eight on eight receptions, uh, one hundred and nineteen yards, I should say. Devonte Parker is he a player you want for your playoffs? Is he someone you're trading for? Especially with Preston Williams now out. I'd be happy with him. I've been happy with him. I kind of wanted him preseason, and I'm happier with him now. I like him more when Fitz is playing. I don't like him when Tua is playing. No. Yeah, I think I trust Fitz more than Tua as well at this stage. 
um, this stage of the season. And then who had more receptions? Let's see if you can guess this one. Debo Samuel or DK Metcalf? Uh, Debo, Debo, Debo for sure. That's that's a close one. I mean, I guess for argument's sake, I'll go with DK. So they both had 13 targets. Debo caught 11. DK caught 10. So, yeah, uh, I told you. Nice. <laughs> I thought it was a I lot spread than that. This is more for your redraft leagues, but I think Debo's still available in a lot of leagues. And if he is, and if you're in PPR... With Kittle out, I think Debo's going to get so much work. I mean, Ayuk's back, I think. This Ayuk week. is back, so that's, he's going to lose a little bit of that target share. He'll lose a bit, but I, th- I think sometimes it's good because you don't necessarily want Debo up against your, like, Stefan Gilmore's and Jalen Ramsey's. You know, you kind of want them to switch around and move around as the Shanahan offense does. And I think Debo could be... He's probably a player who's let you down, but if you've been able to ride him to the playoffs, as I have in TBC, for example, he could be a player that really proves his worth now. And I yeah. think... A week 15 know, and 16, they play Dallas and Arizona. Oh, wow. So let's hope I'm in the playoffs for week 15 and 16 because um, Debo could be a must-start then. Keenan Allen, um, he had a bit of a, I mean, he redeemed himself with the touchdown. He's been getting targeted crazy amounts, 22, 19, 18. This week down to only 10. But he only had four receptions for 40 yards. Uh, are you worrying about Keenan Allen at all rest of the season? I mean, I'm just going to check his Um, No, it's the matchup. I think they're just matchup base. I mean, he, he, was, he was covered, double covered the whole time. Um, it was it was just a tough matchup, and yet he still put up points with the touchdown. So I'm I'm happy starting Keenan. Yeah, same here. So next game they've got the Patriots. What can you realistically expect mm. from like Keenan Allen against you know Bill Belichick and that defensive? Probably probably something similar. Yeah. Um, what's the schedule the rest of the season after that? Um, week 14 Atlanta, so that's very friendly. Then Vegas, which is friendly, but week 16 Denver who have, I mean, he did, he did well against them first game, nine receptions for 67 and a touchdown. But um, I think Denver's kind, and I'm saying this as a Broncos fan, I think you want to try and avoid that matchup for fantasy because the Vic Fangio defense is is good, but eventually they get gassed out. You know, got a poor offense, so they get gassed out a little bit. But uh just interesting that the next one is New England, which could be a bit of a tough day for Keenan Allen. Okay. I think, think he'd be all right against them. I think he'd do better. I mean, he'll be up against Gilmore, and I'm sure they'll get the safety um, hawking uh, Keenan Allen as well. Might be a big game for Mike Williams, actually, with that said. Or uh, uh, Austin Eckler. As well, um, yeah, yeah, for Eckler. I, I need I need a big game from Eckler. Finally, for that playoff spot next week. So a decent week for tight ends. Finally, uh, we had what at least ten. Looks like twelve, thirteen. Who got more than fifteen points in tight end? Right. What's that, sir? Ingram was pretty good. 
Evan Ingram, yeah, he had a good day. Um, we'll get on to Ingram. So he had six receptions for 129 yards, which was um, probably one of his better days. Didn't get a touchdown, and he may struggle with Colt McCoy under center now. That would be the only worry I have. Um, so points-wise, then, in a tight end premium, who got more points, Dallas Goddard or Evan Ingram? Goddard. I want to say Ingram because he had a ton, ton, a lot more catches. Goddard, no, oh. Goddard, did he have a? Goddard didn't have a touchdown, did he? Oh, he did have a touchdown. Ingram didn't. Oh, that's tough. Um, well, you went with you went with Goddard. I'll go with Ingram, I guess. Uh, it was Dallas Goddard. He was actually the tight end one on the week. Yeah, uh, was he really? Nice. Yeah, I know. he was tight end one. Oh wow. <clears throat> yep, seven receptions, seventy-five yards, and one touchdown. So in our tight end premium scoring, he actually got twenty-five points. Which was... who, who had um did did Ingram get more yards though, or who got more yards? Yeah, Ingram must have got more yards. He had a couple of big runs. Uh, yeah. Big uh, runs. Okay. Okay. Ingram got more yards. He got one hundred and twenty-nine yards. So I, uh, yeah. Ingram was tight end five on the week with eighteen point four points. It's a touchdown that kills it, really. Yeah. Lack of lack of um touchdown is what yeah. really really hurts there. Um, right, next one then. Who had more yards, Travis Kelsey or Robert Tunyon? I have to go with Kelsey. Yeah, I can't not go Kelsey. <laughs> Even though I'm sure I'm wrong based on the question. No, it it was it was Kelsey. Um, eight targets, eight receptions, eighty-two yards. Had a good game. But uh, Robert Tunyon wasn't too far behind, 67 yards and a touchdown. And in terms of fantasy points, 21.5 for Kelsey versus 20.7 for Tunyon. So, again, I think if you're looking for tight end in a tight end wasteland, Tunyon might just be someone to target. I think the only risk is there's, well, the big risk is there's always a potential down week in the works with someone like Tunyon, whereas at least with you know Kelsey is the number one. I don't think there's any tight end I'd want above him for the rest of the season or at the moment, even in, in dynasty terms. Although one player that's really moving up my board, and I own him in one league, don't in the other, is TJ Hawkinson. <clears throat> He's getting targeted quite a lot. <clears throat> eight eight receptions, so eight targets, <clears throat> five receptions for 89 yards. Is that someone you think you can trust for the playoffs? I mean, they're going to have a... They've, change of GM and coach so I think they're going to be under a temporary coaching scheme and structure at the moment but how much can you trust someone like Hawkinson considering he's been good all season but now there's a change of coaching I'd still be comfortable playing him actually I, I've been quite impressed with him well, very I would rather start rest of season then Hawkinson or Hunter Henry I'm going Hunter Henry. Yeah, I, I think I think the pro, the thing with Hawkinson, his numbers are higher than what I would expect because of uh, Galladay being out. Um, it, once Galladay, if he's playing, I don't want Hawkinson. If as long as Galladay's out, then I want I want Hawkinson. And that's I think that's the way I would play that that uh, that that part. Yeah, I think Hawkinson's generally been quite reliable. I know against Washington a couple of weeks ago, he had a stinker. He only had two catches for thirteen. Otherwise, he has scored at least 
well, I was going to say at least 15, at least 14 and a half every other game this season. So I think he's been about as reliable as um, as Titans get, really. Uh, well, Carolina, okay, got, sorry, 13 and a half there, but he's been They're fairly good. What would you pay for Hawkinson in uh, Dynasty? In a Titan premium? Ooh, I mean, I don't think he'll be cheap. No. He's sort of second year out. I mean, I, I, I think I think he has some good upside, uh, but uh, I, I couldn't put a value on that. I mean, I mean, uh, what would you what would you say, Amir? You're, you're probably better at calculating this. I find I always find it very hard because I find the the player versus player is one thing, but the player versus draft picks is so situational. Yeah, I struggle to get my head around it. Yeah, no, it's tough. Um, I think if I'm giving up Hawkinson, it would only be because I've got someone else like Kelsey or Kittle or Andrews and I don't necessarily need the second tight end but if I am giving up Hawkinson in a tight end premium I'd probably be looking for um, a really good receiver Um, I think you're looking maybe Stefan Diggs is a bit much but you know you're probably looking in that Thielen like you know you probably want more than Thielen or a locket I think I don't think Stefan Diggs is too far off actually in in a tight end premium because tight ends are so hard to come by if if someone's trying to get him or if you're trying to get him and your only other tight ends are say you know Cameron Bray and Trey Burton and you really 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 need that tight end I think you're gonna have to give up a lot to, to get one uh, one of those sort of top five dynasty tight ends. I think the same applies if you're trying to get Darren Waller. You have to give even more to try and get someone like a Kelsey um, or a Kittle. But that's the, that's sort of my um, sort of my valuation. Um, in terms of yardage, then who had more yards, Carl Rudolph or Trey Burton? I think Rudolph had yeah he he put up good number of yards and uh, at the end against the Panthers. Only because I've got Rudolph in a couple. Because uh, Herb Smith was out, so yeah, I would say Rudolph. Yeah, yeah Rudolph had a good good fantasy day. Uh, eight targets, seven receptions, sixty-eight yards. If Herb Smith is out rest of the season, can you trust Rudolph in any capacity, or is it just because Smith and Thielen were out? Do you think? Um. If Irv Smith is out, I, I I wouldn't mind. He'll, I mean, if you have no other option, he's he's a decent waiver pickup. Uh, but Dylan being back will um uh, will hurt his uh. His yeah, target. how many I targets? Really, really want him. I'm, I've got him, which is why no, I don't really eight, want him. Eight targets he had. <laughs> eight targets, yeah. He's not going to see those those eight targets again with Dylan. I think I have back. him in three leagues. So if you do decide you want him for the rest of the season, give me a shout. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, if, if Dylan and and Irv Smith are out, I I would take him. Yeah. Because he'll get those target share. Okay. Uh last one then. I I said I will touch on him. So IDP, if you own Jeremy Chin, he had a monster day. <laughs> two uh two fumble recoveries for touchdowns. In our scoring settings, he actually got forty-four points, um, which was amongst the highest uh, of any position, including quarterbacks uh, or any player not named uh, Tyreek Hill this week. Um, I actually think he got more points than Derrick Henry 
Yep, he did. Did he really? He got more points than Derrick Henry this week. Just shows what sort of a... So did one other IDP player. Yeah, I had him on my bench. <laughs> sure I had the other guy on my bench because I saw it. I was like, oh, it was um, the, the D-line. Um, Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had him on my bench. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really aggravating watching that game. Three sacks, eight tackles, and one fumble recovery. Uh, in our scoring, he got 48.5 points. So what happened? To... Sorry. Go on. What's happening to the um, Pittsburgh game? Are they still counting as week 12? Still counting as week 12. Um, for sleeper leagues, I think you have to manually change the waivers. Uh, no, I wasn't too worried about waivers, but I'm, I'm winning a league. I'm winning the IDP league by 10 points at the moment, but I'm playing three, uh, three defensive players for Pittsburgh. And I was <laughs> desperately just hoping that they weren't going to be allowed to count. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same position. I think I'm up by 10. I'm playing Juju and TJ Watt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, TJ Watt would yeah. probably... Bolsa got 48 points, and he was on my bench. So what you, what you need to hope for is a positive test uh, by the Ravens tomorrow. Yeah. I, and uh, that, 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 that game will be moved to probably the end. I'm going to send him loads of boxes of cardboard and just hope it's on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they get ill. I mean, I, I, think it's very, I think it could very much happen, especially with Thanksgiving breaking on, people being at yeah. home. There's a very good chance someone tests positive, and um, this game is, I mean, I guess postponed again. Well, this is awful. I played Dunlop, who got six and a half points. I couldn't even watch this game after I saw it, and he got forty-eight and a half. I mean, that that what what a misplay! Forty-two and a half points from a D-line discrepancy. Yes, wow. I think when Sleeper says um, worst manager of the week, I think you're <laughs> running for that. <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't the same league that I played uh, Derek Carr's quarterback. Well, yeah, I played Derek Carr in TBC, and uh, lucky for me, Ben played Cam Newton, who got like eight points more than Derek Carr, and Cam got less than four points. So it uh, just shows how bad a day Derek, Derek Carr had in that. Uh... Oh, I, I just looked at uh, IDP scoring. Amir put up a monster point total. I have, yeah. It's going to, I mean, I've got Tyree Kill, right? So, uh-huh. uh, well, Tyree Kill, Aaron Rodgers, um, Darius Leonard, who's been who had a great week. I think he got fourteen tackles and a sack, so he's got thirty-three points on the week as well. Oh, this is even 18. worse. So I've got second highest points. I oh, know, yeah, I got second highest points in that league, like for sure, basically. And I missed out on forty odd points. And that's where I play, <laughs> didn't play the Giants running back, and I didn't play running back. Ouch! And I'm going to lose. And I really needed a win as well. Eight and three, I needed that. A good thing for you is Danny's going to lose as well, and only one of you can get that second seed in the bye. I think now I've um, finalized my bye in the league, so it's between you and Danny, who are both on eight and three, but I think you've got him on points, Paul. Yeah. So you just need to match his result next week. I think we should sure be doing it. Should, shouldn't we truly do it on bench points? <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll consider that for next week. Any IDP players you might be trading for for the player from? I I can't think. I'm uh, it's Paul. I think it's between you and Paul at the moment. So, well, I'm I'm I was just thinking that you probably want some of these Bengals linebackers or DBs. Uh, I mean, Von Bell seems like someone. 
what did he get? He got 25 and a half points uh, this week. Because, I mean, they're not the best defense as it is, but with um, Brandon Allen on the center, I can just see them being on defense a lot more. And that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I mean, um, New York Jets, you know, they're always good value for uh, for IDP as well. But then, I mean, if you can, if you can get him, I think one of the best IDP players most consistent this season has been Eric Kendricks. Uh, yeah. In fact, Paul, you've got him. So I'll give you a fourth for him. Unlikely. You uh, unless you unless you let me switch my lineup because clearly I, I WhatsApp you to say I was trying to change it, but I couldn't get any signal to make my thing go through. We can come to some sort of agreement. Yep, for next week I'll allow you to play Nick Bosa. Sorry, Joe <laughs> Bosa. No, don't make me don't make me play Nick Bosa. Yeah, I've got him on IR. Yeah. Okay, so one more week then for most leagues playoffs. Two for others. Um, best of luck in your pursuit for the playoffs if you're in contention. I have a quick question before we go. I don't think yep. I've ever made the playoffs before, but I look like I'm going to. Do I have to wear a certain outfit or is anything different? Do I have to go <laughs> be in the right place? I don't know how it works. I don't know where to go. Well, you may be getting a bye week, which you definitely wouldn't have had before. I don't want to miss that. No, I know how that works. It's when you don't get to play. <laughs> and normally your team goes off that week. Yeah, that would be... Uh... Do you know what I reckon they should do? This, this is an idea to just throw out for fantasy football at the best. Is when you get your bye week, actually your team should count. You should get the best of that week and the next week. Oh, yeah, not, 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 not the best of all your players, but if you, if you just, win your season... Just you your total. Get, you don't get a week break, but you get your, your total. You don't have to choose it before. You get, you get like an extra week. Um, well, you get I like one, two. You get, a, uh-huh. you get a best of because I that like gives that. you the advantage. It only gives you one week, but it's kind of like a rest. It's a, you know... Just, just, just change it. I always think it'd be fun if you could sit there and if you rest a player next week, you get twenty percent more points or whatever. Yeah, if you, you you actually had some sort of a, but it just gets I, a bit easy. I actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm in for that. I like that rule. Because if you're, you're on a buy, yeah, you get you, says he on twelve and zero. Of course you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but, you know, but generally, right? If you know, it's not really any downside. It just means you've got two shots. If the if the other team, you know, it doesn't matter if someone had a buy against you this week. Doesn't matter what they do, they're still going to smash you. It's just on that week that gives them that side advantage. Yeah, I, I'm, I like that. Might want to throw out there. I mean, yeah, Amir, I it helps. It helps. It helps. It helps you in IDP. I mean, it's uh, yeah. might be a nice uh, change. If I can take this week score forward for good, then of course I would. Yeah, I mean, put mm-hmm. it over three hundred points. Well, it, it, so it, are it, you it, saying you now saying you doubt Henry and Hill? Because if so, I can help you out and trade those away for you. <laughs> No, I don't have Derek Henry in that league. Show off. And you still got those points. Oh, no, that's Luke I played against him. That was it. That's a guy. Okay. Well, um, I think, Paul, so you need a win in IDP to secure the bye week. Um, so good luck with that. I think I have secured the bye week, but TPC is still up in the air because I'm playing Ben. So um, good luck, chaps, in your pursuit for the playoffs. And we'll catch up again soon. See you soon, guys. But yes, Paul and Mo. Giddy up. See you guys.